The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and welcome back to The Sky's the Limit. Today, I have the great pleasure to be joined with Mandy Hogan, Executive Director, and Jenna Turcott, Program Director from Windrush Firm. They're a therapeutic writing facility in North Andover, Massachusetts. And I'd like to give a warm welcome to both Mandy Hogan and Jenna Turcott. Hi, ladies. Good morning, Hi, Karen. Thank Karen. you for having us. Oh, you're entirely welcome. Um, it's, it's a privilege to be here, honestly. This is such a great place. And, you know, what you do, you serve such a large community. I can't wait to share this with the listeners all over the world. So here we go. Um, so, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'd like to ask both of you, uh, can you give the listeners and myself a brief overview and a history of Windrush Farm? Sure, Karen. Um, this is Mandy. I am um, I'm the executive director, and I've had the pleasure of being a part of Windrush for a very long time. Um, Windrush was started in 1964 by um, a pretty amazing woman named Marge Kittredge, who was a pioneer in the therapeutic riding industry. Um, she had her own private farm. There, she had some life changes, and she had horses and an amazing farm and wanted to reach out to the greater community and provide services um, where she felt that she could use um, the the amazing animals and the spirit of the animals and the movement of the animals to make life better for other people and challenge them. So what she did was she reached out to um, uh, the Gifford School then in Weston um, and and brought those students with learning disabilities and behavioral issues to Windrush. She felt that everyone can everyone can do more than they think they can. And she decided to use her beautiful farm and the horses to, to make that point. Um, so in 64, she started with those with learning disabilities and behavioral issues. And then in the 70s, started working with adults and children with physical disabilities as well. So it's... Um, Windrush has grown over the time. We've been a part of, um, you know, the whole industry helping it grow. But um, Windrush now has a lot of different programs. But uh, it, it was all started with our founder, Marge Kittredge. Nice. Can I ask, Mandy, what um, makes a horse a therapeutic horse? Because, you know, I have, an, I have an equestrian background, and I'm sure a lot of people know about riding, you know, riding horses. But... What what's specific to a therapeutic horse? What what qualities do they do you look for? When when we're looking for horses for our program, I think the most important thing that we look for is the kind of temperament um, that will be responsive to those people that they are working with. Horses um, and ponies and all kinds of equines are used in these therapies, equine-assisted activities and therapies. And they, it's really the personality, the temperament. Um, we look for certain sizes based on the needs of our clients. We look for certain ways of going and body types based on client needs. Um, but above all, they need to be horses that... Are that like working with people? Um, their behaviors, 
the way they react to people um, are just, it's such a great learning experience. So it's not only the movement of the horse that's effective, but the behaviors of the horses that teach us such wonderful lessons. Nice. And, you know, you touched briefly on some of the different programs. Would you like to get into some specifics about the different programs that you offer here at Windrush Farm? Sure. Um, And Jenna, Jenna should speak to that. She's our program director. So I'd be happy to talk about that. Um, so we have some different programs, some that run specifically during the school year and some that run specifically during the summer. So during the school, school year, we have our more traditional weekly lesson program. Um, we have children and adults with and without uh, special needs who come and learn um, horsemanship skills as well as riding skills. Uh, we have a program called Barn Buddies where some of our clients come and specifically work in the barn on how to groom, how to tack, how to take care of horses and do basic barn chores. Uh, so it's not all just riding. We do a lot of horsemanship and unmounted activities as well. During the, the summer, we have some week-long programs uh, that are for a variety of different populations. We have the Giddy Up and Grow program, which is been geared mostly towards uh, youth at risk. So they come and get a full farm experience. They work on a garden that we have here at the farm and learn about uh, how to make salads from that. We have chickens that come in for the summer, and they collect the eggs and um, make zucchini bread and bring the eggs and the vegetables back home to their families. Uh, And then they also get the opportunity to work with the horses and ride and um, get that experience with the horses and do some carriage driving and a few other experiences like that. Um, They also work on, they keep a journal throughout the week. They do some reading and writing skills with uh, a retired English teacher who comes and helps out and partners with us. Uh, This past summer, we also had a retired um, art teacher that came out and did some art projects with them. So we try to give a really holistic experience there. Uh, And then we also have a program called Pony Pals, which is week long. Uh, We're moving towards more of an inclusion and integrated type program for that. So there are kids with and without special needs that come to that program. And it's really like getting to own your own pony for a week. They learn all about basic horse care. They ride twice a day. uh, And it's a very intensive program to really get into the world of horses and all the different opportunities that are there with them. Uh, And in 2007, we started our Horsemanship for Heroes program. And that's been revitalized recently with the building of an extreme trail obstacle course. Uh, so we've been teaching some of our wounded warriors and our veterans how to guide the horses through that, that obstacle course on the ground. And we're very excited to be moving ahead with um, new groups to uh, bring them out on the, on the obstacle course and maybe eventually do some riding through it. So wonderful programs, and that's great. So it sounds like you serve, you know, anywhere from young children to adults of all ages. So how would um, a listener find out more or, you know, register or how how are the programs available? How does someone, you know, like I said, become a part of this? You know, is it based, how how would they do that? Absolutely. So the best place to go is to our website. It's www.windrushfarm.org. All of our program information is on there. You can read about, again, the school year programs as well as our summer programs and our Horsemanship for Heroes program. Um, all of the registration information is right there on the website, but, but the best way is really to get in touch with me. Again, I'm Jenna Turcott, the program director here. Um, I love everyone to come out and just take a tour first so you can really see our facility, meet our horses, and learn what we're all about. And we can talk then during that tour about what the individual uh, needs are of, the, of those that are interested in our programming and make sure that everyone gets into just the right program for them. Since we have so many, we want to make sure that they're you know, getting into those programs that are going to specifically address their, their needs and their goals um, so that we can keep them moving forward. And again, as Mandy said and as uh, Marge Kittred said, we really do believe that everyone's capable of more than we think, and we want to give them all the opportunities that we can to to achieve that goal. So getting in touch with me, going on our website is absolutely the best way to uh, start your, your journey here at Windrush. Awesome. And I know uh, you've had lots of success stories that have come out from, you know, people, children, young adults that have come to Windrush for uh, various reasons and attended various writing camps or programs. So can you talk about, or both of you, can you, would you share uh, some of the success stories from Windrush? That would be awesome. Uh, I would love to, yeah, I'm sure we both have so many. We were both clamoring to 
tell all of the stories. Um, but, man, if you don't mind if I jump in first and just share one Absolutely. from the most recent Wounded Warrior Project um, obstacle course that we just did. This is something that's near and dear to my heart. We've been working very hard on getting this program going. We just had our first pilot program a couple weeks ago. Uh, and there's one woman who came through. She's a Wounded Warrior. Um, and you could just feel how anxious uh, she was coming in, how nervous she was to be in a new environment hadn't ever worked with horses before, um, and we have them, everyone filled out an anxiety scale, an emotional level scale, and a pain scale at the beginning and end of our program, so we can uh, track measurably how, what effect our programs are having. So she was about a 10 on the anxiety scale. Uh, her pain levels were fairly high. She's very anxious. And the first two horses she walked up to actually backed away from her a little bit because she was so intense with her anxiety. Uh, the third horse she went to was a big black horse of ours named Sky, um, and he just stood right with her uh, for a good 60 seconds. They didn't move. They just kind of had a moment together. And then she put her hand on his forehead, and he just sighed and leaned right into her, and that was it for the rest of the day. You know, they had such a great connection. Um, and after spending some time grooming, doing some leading inside, and then going out and tackling all of those obstacles out in our obstacle course, by the end of the day, she said she had zero anxiety. She was all smiles, she was chatty, her pain levels were gone, um, and she was beyond excited to come back and keep going with the horses. So to see that kind of transformation, even just over the course of a two- or three-hour period, it's absolutely amazing what our horses can do for people. Nice. Well, Mandy, did you have uh, something, someone you'd like I to would, share or success? I, just, I, I would like to just share one story. Um, we have um, an we had a uh, just an incredible um, incident, and and this is you know Karen, you say that you're a horse lover and and you're so aware of what horses do for you. We had um, two things. One is there was a young man that came here. Um, he was six years old who who came to ride with us who had such severe spasticity that he could not walk and. It was amazing to watch him as he came and worked with us, um, and he got used to that he would ride on a bareback pad, and his parents would bring him. He'd be all tight when he came, and we'd put him on, um, you know, a pony and and work with him. And as the movement and the warmth of the pony came up through the pad that he was riding on, you found that his muscles started to relax. And by the time he was through riding, he could sit up tall and and actually, when he got off, could walk with um, with his little leg braces on and with his crutches. And the the other story, um, I mean, that was just so incredible to watch. The other story is um, when you think about the sensitivity of the horses, and Jenna alluded to this, is we had a young rider who came for our hippotherapy program one day who was out of sorts, and we couldn't get a handle quite on on what was wrong and the we mounted this child on the pony the physical therapist early intervention physical therapist was working with me i was the other sidewalker we had a, a really capable handler at the horse's pony's head and we started walking away from the rounding ramp and the pony stopped and wouldn't move and um, the therapist had said, well, you know, is there anything wrong with your daughter today? She's just not acting right. And mom said, oh, no, she's a little out of sorts last night, but no problem. The pony absolutely flatly refused to move, and we couldn't figure out what it was. And what ended up happening was this young child had a seizure. Pony stood absolutely stock still while this ch- child had a seizure. And then the child came to, recovered from the seizure, and sat up. And as soon as we evaluated and made sure everything was okay, mom was there, the therapist was there, everybody was there in place, everything worked well, pony walked right off. So, you know, mom was just thrilled. The child ended up having a wonderful session regardless of the seizure. Just it's, it's amazing what you see. People, you know, are so motivated by working with these horses, and and it, it's just amazing, you know, how it motivates them physically, emotionally, mentally. It's it's pretty neat stuff. Awesome, thank you, Mandy. We have to take a quick break, so can we pick up on that when we come right back? I would love to share this with the listeners in further detail, but right now we Great. have to go. 
Thank you so much, and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com At the leading edge of quantum science, a revolution of ideas is emerging that challenges everything we believe about the nature of our world and how we define ourselves within it. Quantum Connection, exploring health, science, and spirit with Marina Rose QDNA, explores these cutting-edge breakthroughs in quantum science and offers piercing, probing, colorful, insightful dialogue and commentary with some of the world's most influential thought leaders on the most important topics of our time. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. What if you are greater than anything that you could ever imagine? What if the raising of the consciousness of our beautiful planet begins with acknowledging the greatness you are? Listen for Conscious Life and Living with Jackie Chapman. What if it's time to take charge of your life, acknowledge what is, and know that you know, because you always do. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either or and change it into both and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to theskiesthelimitshow at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, you're listening to The Sky's Limit with Karen Levitt, and I have the pleasure today of being joined with Mandy Hogan, Executive Director, and Jenna Turcott, Program Director at Windrush Farm. And before we went to break, Mandy was sharing from her heart, some success stories that have come out of Windrush. So, Mandy, if you could pick up where we left, where we were before we went to break, that would be great. Sure, Karen. One of the one of the things that I know that you um, you had commented on is ab- about how how animals are so responsive to to people. And I just I wanted to um, share a story about one of our ponies. We had a young um, student, um, a hypotherapy client who arrived one day and our physical, early intervention physical therapist, um, you know, asked mom, said, you know, she felt that the child looked a little bit pale. Mom said, oh, no, she's fine. It was okay. And Bernadette and, and I put this child on our pony, Tucker. And Tucker's a phenomenal little Connemara pony. And this, the child was sitting up tall, talking to us, looked a little bit pale. We didn't think, you know, we were just watching carefully, evaluating her. So Bernadette, the physical therapist, was on one side. I was on the other side as a sidewalker. This young child is sitting on a soft pad with a little handle in front of her on the pony's back. And there's a lead, a very well-trained leader at the horse's head. We started walking away from the mounting area, and the pony stopped dead and would not move. There was nothing that we could do to convince this pony to walk forward. And so as we were evaluating this child and trying to evaluate the pony, the child had a seizure on the pony's back. And everything stopped. <laughs> the, the child had the seizure, recovered. We gave them um, her some time, recovered from the seizure, sat up tall, started talking again. And when we asked the pony to walk on, after we had evaluated this child, made sure she was okay, 
this child asked the pony to walk on, the pony walked on, and everything was fine. And we had a short session, and everything was okay. But it just was so amazing to me that this pony knew ahead of time that something was wrong and was not willing to move until he knew exactly what was going on. Um, these creatures are just amazing. And this child had such a bond with this pony. It was really fun to see. Wow, that's incredible. I know, like you said, you know, being a, a horse girl, if you're a barn girl, myself, I, I miss the opportunity to ride. And you can learn so much from a horse or pony, both. Mm-hmm. And the connection, the connection between horse and rider is incredible. So that is, that is truly remarkable. I know that Windrush is um, known as a premier accredita- accreditation center. And um, can, you, can you tell the listeners what that means? that you're a PA, the PATH Premier Accreditation Center, and, so, and what, what makes it a premier center? PATH, PATH International, which is the Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship International, is the sort of the overseeing body of the industry. Um, it, it, and interestingly enough, our founder, Marge Kittrich, was one of the people that first started the organization called North American Riding for the Handicapped Association, which now has evolved into PATH International. But this organization sets standards for the industry. It, um, uh, it not only accredits the centers, but it also certifies um, the therapeutic riding instructors who are the instructors in these centers. Um, it's been very, very actively doing this, um, you know, through the years. Um, the, the organization itself was started in, in 1979, um, and everything, the standards have been, um, standards all, everything, this whole um, sort of structure that, that oversees all the therapeutic riding programs now um, has just grown over the years. So there are now about 800 centers throughout the United States and, and internationally that are affiliated with PATH International, but they guide us. And it, it's actually membership-driven. So all of us who are, are in the premier accredited centers or who are m- member centers um, provide the information that helps set the standards for the industry. It's, it's pretty neat. Um, to be a part of all of that. That is, that sounds, it's incredible, and it's a wonderful um, accomplishment and honor for Windrush to have. I know, you know, I, myself, like I said, I came here initially before, years before my accident, in 2007, 2008, I I volunteered um, because it was, I was, I was open to service, if you will, and being a nurse and a writer myself, I wanted to give back. And I connected early on and would help out in the riding ring back then. And then I had my own life-changing experience, and I, I miss therapeutic riding. So I, I miss riding, excuse me. And therapeutic riding was suggested to me as part of my rehabilitation. And it's just such a privilege to be back here. I, I'm certainly not riding therapeutically, but... It's just like such a privilege to, to give you the spotlight. You're such a great organization, and Marge Kittredge, in her mission and vision, and for you to carry that torch, this facility is beautiful. I wish all the listeners could, could see it. I wish you could all just come and be present to it. It's, it's remarkable. It truly is. It's beautiful. And with that, I would like to talk about how Windrush farm is maintained and operated um, equestrian equestrian sport to own a horse and have a farm regardless is expensive it can be costly and I would like to talk about that Mandy or Jen or both uh, what what keeps this great place running for so many to, to use and to share and to grow from well as I will say that as a path premier accredited center, we have to maintain the highest standards in the industry. Um, we have to set an example and to other centers, 
and we also help train, um, and, and Jenna certainly can speak to that, but we, one of the things that we do is we, we are, um, we have master advanced and, um, registered level instructors here, and we are able to take interns in and train, um, new therapeutic riding, um, instructors for, or to prepare for the exams that we do not do, but we can prepare them for their exams so that they can get certified and either come and work with us or work other places. Um, Windrush has been a nonprofit organization since, um, uh, since 1977, uh, I believe, and we, um, being a nonprofit, in the beginning, Marge did not charge for anything, and she um, she took the income from her recreational riding lessons and boarding horses to support all her riders with special needs. Now we've grown from six riders to over you know about a hundred, let's say a hundred and eighty a week, and it means we've got tremendous costs and probably three quarters of what it costs um, us to ride our clients um, and provide programming is covered by donations. Um, and there are donations from individuals, there are donations um, from foundations, um, we, from corporations, sponsorships, you name it. Um, we're pretty creative in, in the kinds of programming we do and the kinds of special events and the kinds of reach out that we do to keep Windrush going. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing when you're, when you've got this many clients and you want to provide service to such, you know, to the greater community. Um, so right. there's a lot of fundraising that goes on. Because you're, we're, we're located right now in, you're located in North Andover, Massachusetts, which is pretty much north of Boston. So, you, you serve a great number of people. Can you talk about the radius in which Windrush serves? Uh, so sure. I can speak to that a little bit. Um, we Thank do, you, Jenna. Yeah, absolutely. We serve, uh, we serve people from all the surrounding community here. We do have people that come um, from Boston. We have people that come from New Hampshire. Um, we have you know, all the little local towns around us. We certainly have lots of clients that come from there. Um, we have had a group of wounded warriors that came out through Project Odyssey, which is a week-long retreat that they do. So we had some wounded warriors that were from Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia. So we do have people from out of state as well that come and take advantage of those programs. Um, and, you know, again, they're really from all over. We've had uh, service members from the USS Constitution come out and volunteer in our programs. Um, you know, it's, it's great to have that local impact. We certainly do try to serve our local community as much as possible um, and then still have those openings and, and programs available for those that are, are, you know, a greater distance away. Um, and we do also try to really serve areas like the greater Lawrence area. Um, we do try to get into more of those inner city sort of situations and, and reach those people who typically wouldn't have the opportunity to um, experience, you know, the farm environment like we have here at Wondrush and that wouldn't have the opportunity to work with um, horses and to be in a garden and to um, really experience the the uh, tranquility and the, the peaceful environment of Wondrush Farm. So, um you know, we're, we're happy to reach out to all those that we can, um, both locally and farther out. Um, we actually just had a, a family that came out and visited from Australia a couple weeks ago. So um, we have, it's just amazing the people that find themselves here at Windrush and we are always happy to have new visitors and new faces and see uh, new ways that we can serve people. That's awesome. That's a- I wish all the listeners could, could be here right now. It's, it's truly beautiful. Um, the, the farm is just beautiful. So uh, it, it's magnificent. It's like a little piece of heaven that is, like I said, I what forty minutes north of Boston, and That's right. it, you know, it, yeah, it's incredible. It's just I, I don't know. My heart just opens up when I come here. Like I said, it's uh, I, I long to get back on to a horse, and I can't wait. Can and if I can just ask both of you. Um, you know, you talk about therapy and therapists, and if we could touch base on that so to enlighten the listeners about that. And then what hippotherapy is, because that's 
most people are, are familiar with physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, but hippotherapy, you know, it's not the animal hippo. Uh, so I wondered if we could touch base on that and just shed some light. Um, sure. I, um, in terms of hippotherapy, hippotherapy is a very specialized form of treatment on the horse's back. Um, an occupational therapist or a physical therapist or a speech therapist works with a client um, on horseback. The movement of the horse can really help normalize muscle tone. It increases posture. It provides motivation um, for, for clients. And it, although uh, rainbow therapy, Monica Wu, who... who um, provides her services here through Rainbow Therapy. It's her business. Um, she, she is um, affiliated with the American Hippotherapy Association as well as PATH International. She is specially trained to do this work. She uses our horses and ponies to do her work, um, and she has pulled in um, an occupational therapist and a physical therapist to work with her. But the point is that the movement of the horse can help normalize muscle tone. It can, it can just that movement gets all your nerves, um, enables muscles to work better. It can challenge your balance so clients start to balance better. She works really mostly with young children doing early intervention and trying to normalize muscle tone with, with young child with some sort of neurological disability, whether it's cerebral palsy or whatever. They've also found, and one of the reasons she would like to bring a speech therapist in with her, is that when a rider sits up on a horse and is moved, their posture improves their ability to breathe improves, and having better posture helps them form words and language better. So students actually or clients can, can actually start to communicate better. So through developing better physical skills, um, uh, providing you know, opportunities to, to develop self-esteem, um, opportunities to understand where a body is in space um, and and improve the ability to communicate is huge. Um, so a lot of the hippotherapy clients that come to us through rainbow therapy then sometimes go on into our therapeutic riding classes. So it's really kind of a neat evolution. But hippotherapy is a little bit more specialized form of therapy on horseback um, because those clients don't necessarily have to learn riding skills. They're developing everyday living skills. Does that make sense? It, it does make sense. And it, is it hippo or hip? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I it's think a I hippo. Hippo, hippo right? Yeah, I, I thought that it was. I didn't know if I misspoke. I so I apologize, Mandy. I, I yeah, um, you know I have trouble. I had trouble. Like I said right after my accident. I don't know, maybe nine, ten months after it, my my eyes were not tracking, and they recommended hippotherapy. And of course, I wasn't wasn't really thinking clearly, so I didn't understand. And um, it was it was very eye opening. So here I am, and. I'm learning, learning also, as the listeners are, about hippotherapy in, in detail, and that's what a great service it is. And, it um, is, and, and it is suitable for children and adults. There are adults, certainly. Um, there are programs throughout the United States that work with children and adults um, because, as I said, the movement, for somebody who has had a stroke, for example, who is, um, you know, is, is very, is asymmetrical because one side is so much stronger than the other, um, you know, if, if you think about splitting that body in half. So when you get on a horse's back and you get the stimulation of the movement of the horse, the movement of the horse's hips and the movement of their back simulates the human walk. And so it really stimulates the brain and the spinal cord and all those responses and can really help 
when I say normalized muscle tone, that's where it happens. So it's that wonderful walk of the horse that can can stimulate our bodies, um, and it mm-hmm. and can sort of reactivate um, nerves that have been damaged somehow. So it's it's pretty exciting to see what hippotherapy can do for 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 different kinds of clients. As I said, children and adults. That is exciting, and I'm sure you know. It sounds like physicians and therapists know about hippotherapy, and so if you know if they were in need of that, that that's something they could obtain. But so you're one of the leaders, like I said, near Boston and in this area in New England that provide that. So um, I, I want to thank you, and I'm sure people can look into that further. But yeah, and with that, can we could we talk a about therapeutic riding in and of itself. Um, as I know, I tried it, like I said, shortly after my accident, maybe nine months out. And that, it wasn't a fit for me at the time, even though I grew up riding since the age of three. And I understand that because my brain knew how to ride, even though there was an injury. It was amazing to me. Um, so I don't know if both of you would like to enlighten the listeners just about what therapeutic riding is in general, that would be great. Um, Jenna, do you want to start or do you want me to? Um, you can go ahead. Okay. A therapeutic riding, and, and nowadays it's called equine-assisted activities and therapies because they're, because now we're doing mounted and unmounted work. But in terms of therapeutic riding and the mounted work, um, we have found that it is so beneficial to all kinds of populations. We work with, um, with youth at risk, um, so underprivileged youth that may have issues, um, you know, difficult family lives. They may have behavioral issues. They may have learning disabilities, whatever. They're, they have um, a variety of challenges. We find that bringing them out to the farm, in, into this environment, introducing them to horses that immediately put the lid on some of the behaviors because horses are big, um, they get paired up generally with a volunteer who has knows about a particular horse and knows how to handle the horse and they learn to communicate with the volunteer they they learn um you know sort of self respect they learn to to build their self confidence they learn to communicate with other people because they have to ask questions because this big beast, you know, may not respond to them right off the bat if they're not listening to clear directions. Um, those clients really benefit from interacting with these animals, learning to take care of them. They may never have had the opportunity to take care of another being. And taking care of an animal who is so responsive when you're brushing them is really a wonderful experience for them. And then in terms of, so they'll learn how to brush them. They might learn how to put their saddles and bridles on. They learn how to lead them. And then they're going to learn how to ride them. It's just, it's very powerful um, for these um, these clients and students to um, to learn how to ride these animals. It it builds a tremendous amount of self confidence. We we need to take a quick break, Mandy. So sure. We're, we're thank you. We're we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Mandy Hogan and Jenna Turcott from Windrush Farm in just a few minutes. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you feel alone? Even when you're surrounded by others, do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, 
and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt. Welcome back to the program. I have the privilege of talking to Mandy Hogan, Executive Director, Jenna Turcott, Program Director from Windrush Firm. And before we went to break, Mandy was sharing with us exactly what is therapeutic writing and the benefits of that. So, Mandy, if you'd like to pick that back up, that'd be great. It's fascinating. So, um, so just to continue, therapeutic writing um, is is just it it's pretty amazing and and pretty diverse nowadays. There's um, certainly um, recreational writing. There's there's all kinds in the therapeutic writing field. Um, one of the things I mentioned at the beginning is that therapeutic writing is now expanded to equine assisted activities and therapies because there's mounted and unmounted work. But one of the neat things about therapeutic writing is not only, you know, the, cl- the, the clients working in classes with a therapeutic riding instructor on a specially trained horse, but then the, op- the other opportunities that open up to those that are doing therapeutic um, riding in terms of Special Olympics, being able to compete as an equestrian in Special Olympics events, as well as um, Paralympics. So therapeutic riding is not only in your backyard and at your, at your um, therapeutic riding center, but now there are opportunities for those, who, those riders that want to continue on and they want to do some competition and whatnot. So it's really exciting to see the, the, the range in therapeutic riding from hippotherapy through therapeutic riding to all the other activities um, the unmounted activities that can can be done in the work that we're doing. There's a real range now. That's awesome. That's incredible. That it's just expanded so much. And um, I wondered if you, either of you, wonderful ladies, might want to talk about what you see for the future of Windrush and therapeutic writing, since it has made so many advances in such a short time. Uh, that would be great. What do, what do you see for the future of Windrush, and how can listeners help if they want to or get involved? In terms of um, where, and I'm going to let Jenna speak to this also, but in terms of where I see Windrush going is I see that some of our unmounted programs are going to be, um, are, are going to be really expanding. So both mounted and unmounted, reaching out to even greater populations. We work with clients on the autism spectrum. We work with, you know, those with physical disabilities, those that, um, are, you know, underprivileged, you know, um, coming from families that just are on restricted incomes and then uh, clients or students don't get exposed to a great deal. Our programs have, as I said, 
hippotherapy, whether it's therapeutic riding, whether it's unmounted, whether it's incorporating um, the gardening, the the reading, whatever it is, um, we're trying to challenge people in greater ways using the Windrush's environment as well as the amazing behaviors of the horse to affect change and improve the lives of the people that work with us. It's just, it's great fun seeing seeing how this whole environment changes and how the way the horses respond to individuals change their lives and make them sort of more aware of themselves and and more aware that they they can do more than they think they can you know it it sounds so mm-hmm. silly but it's just amazing how they they challenge but I'll I'll turn you over to Jenna because she's got um she's doing some pretty incredible things in the programming right now Awesome. Uh, thank you, Mandy. We are we have a few uh, neat things that actually are up and coming. Um, we're, one of the main areas where we get new programming ideas and new um, opportunities to serve our local community is actually from feedback, both from our clients and from our volunteers. Uh, so one program that we're in the midst of starting up is actually um, sort of a, a grief and bereavement um, counseling program. Both uh, we're hoping to offer, be able to offer both mounted and unmounted activities for that. And we're hoping to partner with the Bertalone Center for Grief and Healing. Um, hopefully a, a counselor will be coming out from them to join us in that program. Um, we're also really moving forward with our Horse and Super Heroes programs. We've heard you know, the needs from a lot of veterans and military families that they don't have a whole lot of funding sources. Um, so we've been doing a large grant writing and fundraising effort in order to provide those programs free of charge to, vet- to veterans and their family members. Um, you know, those veterans and their family members have already given so much uh, to the country and our communities, so we feel that very strongly that's something that we need to be able to give back to them as well. Um, so we always try to have our ear to the ground, you know, to our clients, to our volunteers, and figure out what new and exciting ways can our horses uh, benefit us and, and those around us that we may not have thought of before. So one of the really energizing things for me as the program director um, is to have someone come to me and say, hey, I had this idea. You know, the horse really helped me with this particular um, struggle that I had personally. Do you think we can reach out to new people and, and develop a program around this? Um, another example would be another client of ours who has struggled with eating disorders. Um, and she said, you know, horses have been a powerful part of her healing process. Um, and she would love to invite some of the people that she's been on her journey with out here to the farm um, and have them benefit from horses as well. So it's always exciting to see what new places um, we can find horses having such an impact. And I know I personally learn every single day that horses have something new to offer us on a daily basis or, you know, almost on a minute-by-minute basis, you know, we're learning new things from them. So um, Mm -hmm. it's always exciting to see where we go. Right. Yeah. Horses, like they're gentle giants, you know, and you can, you can, you can learn so much. I know, you know, just my own experience and I I can see, you know, although I don't feel, but I can see when I meet and talk with both of you and uh, how, how warm and your eyes are full of light. It seems like, you know, you're so enriched daily by, by being here and what you do, you truly love what you do. It's truly a mutual, you know, enhancing enrichment, enriching experience and you truly like I said love what you do it's a labor of love and I know every year that you have a gala and uh, that's a large fundraiser it's typically I think last time I well last time I went to was in Boston so uh, would either of you ladies like to highlight that and tell the listeners when it is sure the the gala is um our our gala this year, last year we celebrated our 50th year, which is really exciting. Um, and this year we'll have the gala. It's going to be actually held on the North Shore at the Pingree School in South Hamilton. Um, and it's going to be held on um, Saturday, October, um, I think it's 3rd. Um, it's just, um, it's probably our biggest fundraiser of the year. It is... Um, it supports all of our programming. We have sponsors. We have, it, it's just, it's a huge evening, and it's great, great fun to um, come to it. Um, I just, you know, it, it is, it's just an, an evening where we highlight all our clients. Um, 
and we ask people to invest in the program. And just as with all, you know, equine-assisted activities and therapies programs, um, we all we all need support um, to underwrite the cost for all of our incredible clients and. You know, so that that's our special night. So that will be that'll be Saturday, October third, and then uh, two weeks later um, is our we will be the host site for the Massachusetts Special Olympics um, fall tournament once again. And um, so, you know, hopefully people will come to that. Um, Special Olympics is a huge event. There's lots of fanfare. It's great fun to come to. So that will be on, I think it's October 17th. So um, there's a lot going on here at Windrush. A lot, um, you know, Windrush does, is just part of this incredible industry. Um, a big part. <laughs> One of the founders, but it's it's pretty it's pretty terrific stuff, therapeutic riding and equine-assisted activities and therapies. It is. It's, you're a cornerstone. You're, you're, you've set the mark. You've raised the bar, you, you know, and it's nice to see that it's growing. Uh, despite everything we hear in the news, it's nice to know that Windrush <laughs> is alive and thriving and provides so much to so many. And uh, you're contact information because it looks like the program got to come to a close so uh it's windrush farm and they're in north andover massachusetts it's mandy hogan executive director jenna turcott program director and your website is www.windrushfarm.org and it's been my an honor and a pleasure to be back here and to highlight and present you to the world i look forward to uh the gala and and all that you do. So thank you so much, ladies. Thank you for asking us to be a part of this. It's wonderful. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. I look forward to being back in the saddle. Thank you for joining us for The Sky's the Limit. Karen Levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, the gift is the shift. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.